Hey everybody, thank you for joining us on another episode of Taurus Tech Talk. For myself, Robert Parsons, my co-host, Corey Church. Today we have joining us, Ms. Chevis King. Chevis is a part of our sales team. She's been with us now for 14 years. Yeah, 14 like, like years. 14 and a half. It'll be 15 in September. Just yeah. like I think you. we should always round up. Okay. If you're in that year, go ahead and round up. If you're in the same calendar year as your <laughs> anniversary... I disagree. We're not like nine months. I'm still 14. 14 and change. Yeah, so it's not like we don't do business tenure the same as like when we were, oh, well, I'm, I'm basically 21. You know, it's not really the, or, or is that what we're at in our business careers? Well, I don't want to diminish Chris Meacham's 15 years that he oh, will I get. see. I see. Yeah, that that's cool. Well, he only gets to that. call himself 15 for like three weeks, four weeks. Whereas, you know, if we're rounding up, <laughs> you and I are both 15 year also. That's right. Let's I like do it. it. I like the idea. I like the idea. So, um, so Chev, tell us about um, how you came to be a part of the Taurus family. Well, I was going to UNT to get my finance degree and I met a girl named Amanda in one of my classes. We were study buddies and she said, I work at this cool company, but I'm going to leave. I feel like you should interview there. I think you'd be a really good fit. Uh, so she left and I came and interviewed and like they say, the rest is history, I guess. So, so she found her replacement before she left. She found her replacement before Taurus even knew she was leaving is how I remember. Oh, that's cool. Like, I feel like I remember Amanda though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think blonde, you did. right? Curly red hair. Oh, okay. Well, there were like three yes. or four through that time period. Well, she wasn't Amanda, there. if you're watching this, I mean, I totally remember that. so. Thanks for the job. <laughs> uh, Were they all affiliated with Kevin in some way? I don't remember how Amanda got the job. You wouldn't have worked with her for very long, though, because I took over for her when we both started at basically yeah. the same time. But she was only there like two or three days a week. Um, so she wasn't and yeah, she, wasn't she had time to start <laughs> Not with. to get way too far off on a tangent, but she had, she had met Crystal through some mutual friends that we had. Oh. And that's how. That's not who I'm thinking of then. No. It must have been somebody who came along after. Well, obviously after. So those 14 plus years ago, mm-hmm. um, you mentioned you were you graduated from UNT with a finance degree and then came to work for Taurus doing what exactly? I was originally hired as what you would probably call a receptionist, um, which was never really what I was going to work for. So we had some conversations about that. And I sent out purchase orders and I sent out invoices and I got a review and I got a promotion and I got another review and I got another promotion. (laughs) And then I was sort of the operations manager, I guess you could call me. I did most things besides program, design, sell, and actually sign checks. But I ordered everything, received everything, staged everything, um, dealt with all the manufacturers and vendors and all that kind of stuff. Very cool. I remember that. And then one fateful day, someone asked you. One fateful day, Robert was on vacation, and XTO needed a quote. And I said, hey, Mr. Cooper, they've asked me for this quote, but they're missing some things. I just put them on there, just heads up. And he sort of a light bulb went off, I guess. Oh, she can do more than send purchase orders. Uh, And then they asked me if I wanted to go to sales. So my experience was in the purchase order side of it, and all of these things always go together, right? Like, there's got to be a reason I'm always ordering all this stuff together at the same time, every time. 
so, so <laughs> starting I just starting to paint a picture. Starting to paint a picture. Um, so between that and all of my boxes that I was responsible for coordinating, then I started started to put some of the pieces together as far as what we were doing. Very cool. I want to I want to point out something real quick, just so that everybody is aware of what has happened off screen. Chevis is a magnificent, incredible note taker. If you've ever gone with her to review things with customers or to Infocom, she has pages and pages and notebooks full of notes. I didn't even look at the paper quarry. <laughs> and so she came in with the notes, and I got frustrated and tore up all of our our notes on the questions that we typically ask. Yeah. And they're gone. Yeah. yeah. And now I don't remember any of the questions. So we're going to wing it. We're going to figure it out. Don't worry. Chevis has notes for us. Sorry, yeah. audience. So you tell us the answers to our questions, <laughs> and then we'll ask them. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I remember a few of them. It reminds me of the show that I watched. We're just going to throw out the rundown. And you just you just wadded up the paper. Is it called the rundown? A few seconds before we started the, the show. I don't know. Whatever it's called. Mm. Um. So, Chev, uh, we're going to fire away some interesting questions now that we've learned a little bit about how you became a part of the family. And I know that you have those questions in front of you and the, and the answers that you wrote down, but I'd like for it to kind of just come right off the sleeve. Okay. Okay. The one that's really a heated one that I'm going to go ahead and start with is that we got into a big argument with last time and I expect it to, to happen again. Do you consider a hamburger? Oh, Oh, a a sandwich or in a category all by itself? So it's a touchy question, right? People are really passionate yeah. about their food. Yeah, it's food. touchy. That's an excellent question. It's a really it's a really thought-provoking question. So I think that a burger could be considered a sandwich because per the definition, a sandwich is just things stuffed between two pieces of bread. Two pieces though, huh? Two pieces okay. of bread. It doesn't matter what those fillings are. But so a Big Mac isn't a sandwich. Well, it's, it's two sandwiches. It's still stuffed between two pieces of bread on, <laughs> yes. the, on the peripherals. Uh, so then it comes down to, well, it's also considered a light meal when you look at the definition. And I don't want a light meal if I want a burger. If I want a burger, I'm not looking for a sandwich. And if I want a sandwich, I am not looking for a burger. So a burger could be considered a sandwich, but a burger is not a sandwich. It's a burger. Mm, what a great answer. That's a good answer. I'll spare. <laughs> that is a political answer if I've ever heard one. Absolutely. I'll spare the listeners my rant from from. I appreciate last it. week. I still feel the same. Sandwich is a category, mm -hmm. and a burger falls within that category. So when you say, "Hey, babe, I want a burger," you won't be shocked or sad if she brings you a PB and J sandwich. I didn't ask for a peanut. But I wouldn't say, "Would you please bring me a sandwich?" If I wanted something specific. Would you say, would you please bring me a sandwich and then expect a hamburger? If I said, and this has happened, so this is truthful information. This is not me spinning the narrative to fit my agenda. <laughs> I have said, would you make me a sandwich, please? And not knowing whether it was going to be peanut butter and jelly, ham, roast beef, turkey. I will admit I did not expect the cheeseburger I didn't get. I, I t okay, so if you take a piece of a loaf of French bread and you cut it down to where it is still technically one piece of bread because it is still connected. You mean like a hoagie? 
Mm, sure. Like or a sub sandwich. Mm. Yeah. Sub, sub, sub sandwich. I mean, you're saying those words, but. What do they actually mean? They're categories. Ch Chevis clearly researched the fact that the definition is two pieces of bread. I heard her say it. I see it written down on the paper. It's considered a light meal, the sandwich is. <laughs> don't give me a light. Did you go burger. into the history? 1612. No, but don't give me a light. Earl burger. of Sandwich. Burger should be. Actually, there is a Mr. Sandwich. Big and messy. And it was also the name of a town in some state, which I was a little disappointed about. Yeah, Sandwich, uh, it's a northeastern state. Yes. Was it uh, Pennsylvania? I believe that is correct. Yeah. I'm glad I don't live in let's, Sandwich. Let's fact check that one. Let's fact check that one. Let's splash that up on so the screen. Sandwich, sandwich, I'm in love with you. Where are you from, Sandwich? How about yourself? <laughs> Hamburg, Germany. Are there any other Chowder. states that start with a P? I feel like it's a state that starts with a P, but maybe not. I think. Pew-Nork? Pew-Pew-Pew-Pew-York? No, that's not it. That's not it. Damn it. Okay. Anyway, moving on. One uh, so, Chev, tell us something. Listen, I, I, I remember one of the questions, and this is one of my, my okay. favorite questions. And I'm certain she has notes on this one because okay. it was on the paper. Um, commonly referred to as spirit animal. Mm. What do you feel like animal, anim, animal characteristics do you... Um, Identify with the most. Animal characteristics, huh? Or an animal. So I did have to ask my husband, because, you know, I have to take polls on these ridiculous questions. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, you know, it, I mean, the question was about what you thought about yourself. I but... already had my answer written down. Okay. And we will right. get to it. Okay. You should know that my husband did tell me I was a unicorn. Oh, nice. Know, so right? that's a immediate animal? That's not my answer. And I was like, oh, thanks. At least he didn't. Call you a rhinoceros? Did he have to give a... you any definition, or did you automatically accept it as a compliment? I and... just accepted it and moved on. Good. I mean, I would, too. <laughs> That's it. We're done. My paper says part turtle, part pit bull. Wow. Like a mythical creature. That's right. Right on par with I the I wish unicorn. my Photoshop skills were better. <laughs> <laughs> we're practicing right after this. Because uh, I'm, I'm like, can I put a turtle head on a trying to wrap my head around this. How it would look. Or do Ew. you put a pit bull... Head in a turtle body. Let's go pitbull head in a turtle You want to unpack kit okay. a little bit? Yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of a quiet, introverted person, so I like to hide inside my shell, right, like a turtle does. But I do have a, a spunky side, and there, I, I think there's the term, a bit of pitbull in me also. I think the, the common term is snarky. Snarky? Yeah. My daughter said, what? Where is the pitbull? I, I mean, it's good. Sometimes you see her, sometimes you don't. It just depends. <laughs> you tell her, just wait? Just wait. Just uh, wait. Like my pit bull, I'm just laying in the shade waiting for something to happen. Oh, nice. I think, I there's, a, I think there's a little pit bull in everybody, given the, the appropriate circumstances. There should be. I'm like 13% scared right now, sitting on the <laughs> side of the table. So, your husband said unicorn. Mm -hmm. There has been a long-running joke with my wife and I and our daughter, Lily, before she was ever born, I was like, you know, maybe maybe she'll deliver the girly wanting to get your nails done thing that Laurel would like to do with her and car stuff with me. And so from that point on, I was like, well, she would be a unicorn. She would be my unicorn. Oh. And so she has like 
unicorn crap all over her room. As you see result. how he just melts? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's gotten a lot squishy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not in the right places. <laughs> so, Chev, we know um, that you like to spend a lot of time outdoors, camping. You still go to races? Uh, fewer than we used to go to, but we do still go to races sometimes. Right? Are you still in charge of... I remember at one time you were kind of like the chairman or the organizer of Hey, I got to pause you. We have we have a guest and so we're going to we're going to take a 2 second pause if you don't mind. Okay, yeah, absolutely. And we're back. <laughs> we had a we had an old family member from Taurus just pop in to get some cups, so we wanted to say hi to her while she was here. Her 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 husband crushed the other cup. I have a picture of it. It it's still usable technically, but it is definitely crushed. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know exactly what that meant, like if he ran over it or not, because it's pretty pretty bad. That's a. She said that it got crushed in in the recliner. In the recliner. That's a heck of a recliner. You had to have known it was in there when you were crushing. Probably it. keep the kids away from that recliner. Man. Yeah, you lose a hand. <laughs> so so Chev, um, I was asking you if if you were still managing any of those events or anything like that. Uh, a couple of years ago, we stopped being involved uh, at a high level in TSEC, Texas State Championship Enduro Circuit. Lance used to be the president of that circuit. So then I would be sort of by proxy involved in a lot of stuff with my patience and my Excel skills, right? Uh, and then we were racing a different circuit, Blackjack Enduro Circuit, out of Arkansas mostly. Um, and then Hayden got hurt, and the racing sort of stopped happening quite so much. So we don't chase any circuits right now. Lance races when he has a race he wants to go to, and we screw around the rest of the time. Hayden, your son, who is now a part of the family as well. Yes, yes. He was going to kindergarten when I started here, and now he is a (laughs) a technician for Taurus. That's awesome. I I saw um, on Facebook, it was you or Lance shared the, the... the, the last time you rode in a race and had won uh, uh, an award or a finish, or I, I'm, I'm vaguely remembering. That was the end of your banquet, and I won the, the beginner women's series. Okay. So I would race on Saturdays, the same trail that the little tiny boys on their little tiny dirt bikes <laughs> would race, and I would race for 45 minutes on Saturday around some five-mile loop or whatever it was. Oh, that's sometimes, way better than I could do. Sometimes I would cry. Sometimes I would not cry. Uh, one time my KX 85 failed and I took it back to the trailer and I came back on a different motorcycle and they were like, wait, you're, you just left on a, on a motorcycle that was dead. And I was like, yeah, I got a new one. I, I just, we just put a shorter seat on it. I'm here to ride my ride. Uh, and they thought that was very cool. So how long ago was that? Is like that, eight years ago, 10 years ago? It was, Yeah. Probably, probably eight to ten years ago. I think that picture was nine years old, the one that I shared on the Facebook the other day. Yeah, it it was, it was recent. So it's a recent memory. You guys were talking about that. Yeah. Out of uh, so since you like to be outdoors, if you could pick any one place that you could go to just one more time, or maybe a place that you hadn't been to before, anywhere in the world, anywhere in the world. Uh, I like to go all the places that we've been. We go to Colorado and we go to the beach, uh, take turns every other year on the summer vacation. Pretty big differences. Mm-hmm. We like the mountains and we like the beach for sure, but I do need to see the Northern Lights. So I have not oh. figured out what destination or multiple destinations, right? But I want to see the Northern Lights. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. I didn't think about that. I think that you could see them. We were staying at a cabin called the Off Cow Camp Cabin 
in Colorado, which was a forest service station. Uh, no power, no water, um, like 100 square feet. There was two windows. You didn't think about how dark it was during the middle of the day when you have no power with your, they were like toddlers, or well, six and eight probably. And you had to take the four-wheeler two miles back there. When we rented it, you could drive our Jeep Cherokee. By the time we got there, the weather had been such that you had to be on a horse, a dirt bike, or a four-wheeler to get there. Or you had to walk, and we weren't going to pack mule or all of our crap in there. <laughs> uh, so we ended up taking the four-wheeler and the dirt bike and get all of our stuff back there. Um, but we're hanging out one, si- one night, and you kind of can see this stuff on the other side of the mountain range. And my husband tells me, I think it's the Northern Lights. And... I was not very convinced. You couldn't see very much of them, but nothing else really makes sense. It was random green flashes that you would just get a little glimpse of on the other side of the mountain range. So he was probably right. And then uh, last year, there was a situation where something to do with the magnetic force was such that you were supposed to be able to see the northern lights as far south as Oklahoma and Colorado. Really? Mm -hmm. I, I didn't see them, but I was pretty excited for those folks. That would be pretty cool. I spent some time in Alaska for tourist project and... We were there. My project. Yeah. One of your projects, as a matter of fact. Well, and one of his projects. Uh, and we were told that we were there during a period in which you could see the Northern Lights if it happened. It didn't happen. So it's not a, a given, uh, an automatic thing? No. Mm. No. Yeah, you're... Mm-mm. Imagine the letdown. Like, if you just went there for that. I'm here to do some skiing or hunting, but mainly here to see the Northern Lights. Yeah, if you were to... It's cloudy the entire time. If Chavis were to travel to, you know, like, central Alaska somewhere, I'm going to be here for three days just for the Northern Lights, and it doesn't happen. Super bummer. You just extend the vacation until it happens, right? right? You just just, got to work it out. (laughs) Just staying. So, uh, Chev, tell us something else that... um, that we may not know about you. Maybe maybe Corey and I know because I think collectively we've got something like, you know, 45 years or yeah. that's a lot. Corey and I started about the same week. Yeah. It was a good hire for tourists, I got to say. So if someone were sitting there <laughs> saying a woman that graduated with a finance degree that wore about seven hats and then became a salesperson, we already know that she's obviously a dirt bike enthusiast. She's an experienced out. Doors woman. What else do we do we not know? I am pretty good in the kitchen. I like to have a good time. So hold if on. Someone, hold if on. someone were to say, Chevis makes the very best. That's that blank. was what I was going to ask. What's the what's the go to Chevis meal? It involves one pot, whatever it is, or a grill. Uh, I uh, am pretty much a master at the one-pot meals. My my family just accepts it these days. But if it can all go in one pot, I'm going to come up with a way to make it. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. And then I, I like to grill stuff. Um, but I do really make a, a very mean scalloped potato with okay. russet potatoes, sweet potatoes, three pounds of bacon, gruyere, cheddar, and fontina cheeses. And oh then my. you put it into the Dutch oven and yeah. you grill it. That's it's, oh it's a smoker recipe. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Are you are you using a mandolin uh, to yes. slice your potatoes? I've done it perfectly? both ways. Why would you do it with a small guitar? <laughs> <laughs> so you can sing over the rainbow while you're making your oh. scalloped potatoes. So you just right over the strings into the bass and then pour it out of the Okay, tough crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Audra's here in the building. I'll just have her explain <laughs> it to you off camera. Well, I didn't know you could use mandolins to cook. 
Sometimes the mandolin is pretty dangerous, but you go like this. Uh, but when I made them in New Mexico a couple years ago for Thanksgiving, I did just take some sharp knives with me. I did not take the mandolin. That's really cool. That sounds fantastic. It's a uh, it's a recipe out of one of the smoker books I, I gave to my dad. But I you don't have to tell people like that. You could just say this is the king potato recipe. Well, I did modify it because a recipe is just a jumping off point. That's my other that's my other rule about life. Uh, it wants to have sorry, it wants to have Japanese sweet potato also, which I to this day still have not seen. Um, and no one ever says, "Hey, your casserole is missing something," and I think it's Japanese. Uh, so we just go with it. If then. I ever get the opportunity to eat it, you can you can best be guaranteed I'm going to make a big deal about that in a group of people. No, it's great. And it also taught me that sweet potatoes and russet potatoes go fantastically together. So normally they both go into potato soup now. Yeah, my brain is over here trying to figure out like the sweet potato, russet potato. Just trying not to drool. So good. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll make that for a next potluck. You just have to remind me. Deal. Yeah. Done. Consider it done. There you go. Corey, may, you got I a may, question for Chev? I may have to make up a potluck just so that we can. Yeah. I think uh, we should do our spring. We're going to have a spring early, potluck. Early spring potluck. I also want people to know that we're debt free. So we do all of these things, but we also handle our finances in a, in a reasonable manner on the, in the background. And Wait, are you talking about Taurus? Because that sounds a lot like Taurus. <laughs> Chevis, Chevis King. Chevis King. Chevis King and family. We're debt free. Our house has been paid off for several years. Boom. You, you recently uh, kicked a child out of your house, too, right? It was a joint decision, but yeah. Uh, he's 19, and he's moved out. His bed is gone. He's coming back Saturday to get all the rest of the stuff out of the room, and we're going to paint it and turn it into a bigger room for the next one. So I know. for Are you no. the next huh. child? Most what? people watching this the, think the, Chev is like 28. <laughs> How does she have kids that she's already kicking uh, out of the house? The you already have a she shed, so what are we going to do with the empty space? <laughs> well... I'm going to turn Paige's room into an actual home office, and Paige will move into Hayden's much larger bedroom. Okay. All so. right. For a couple of years, and then yeah, she's, she's getting Das Boot? She's a senior. She's been back and forth on what she wants to do. Currently, she is on board with going to junior college because she'll get a scholarship, and you know, at least the first 30 hours will be free. Yeah. Uh, and she's my kid. I try not to pressure her, right? I'm really trying not to put any sort of ideals or expectations on her uh i'm really trying not to talk about all the money that we would save if she doesn't go to university as a freshman <laughs> and i'm like if my if you you know if you really yeah. if it really didn't some type matter, of balance what do you really want to do and she's like well i don't want to ask somebody else to pay for this it's still money like i can yeah. go and get the same education for free she's my daughter that's how i raised her but... we hire her as a technician yep no she's a, she's she's a, a good one she's a hard worker she's a She's a wrestler. We're trying She's to probably stronger than most of our technicians. Oh yeah, uh, she, we're going to see if we can get at least her one. Region. I can think of. <laughs> yeah, we're going to see if we can get her to regionals this year. Um, so, be fun. so imagine if you didn't join the Taurus family those years ago. What is it that you think you'd be doing today? I, I don't really have a clue. I uh, I interviewed at a lot of finance companies before I took this job, and they didn't never really seem like exactly the right fit. Right. Funny enough, it's because they were all sales positions. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a salesperson. That's not the role for me. Uh, but I think I would be selling lettuce. And I had written down something. Lettuce? Selling lettuce? Yeah, I'm just going to grow lettuce. Just all kinds or? Just, I don't, yeah, all the lettuce. Look at her pick up her notes. I, well, I wrote something good, but now I don't remember. Oh, or I was going to let a sugar daddy spoil me. 
That oh, nice. That wait, wait. <laughs> You're not talking about the devil's lettuce, are you? No, any kind of lettuce. Any kind of lettuce. Uh, I when she says sugar daddy, Lance, she's talking about you, right? Sure. <laughs> any daddy with sugar sometimes. That's so great. I'm just going to... I'm just gonna uh, uh, no comment. Move on past that. So right. so following following that question, then if uh, when not if when you're done here and you decide to retire, what what is your retirement plan? Or if you were gonna stop working here, would you go work somewhere else? Would you move to the woods and become a hermit? Would you? It probably depends. Would on you the play the mandolin? Yeah. While watching the Northern Lights. I'm going to play the mandolin, and I'm also going to use it to shred the potatoes at the same time. Sounds uh, fantastic. And You're going to play the mandolin one. with a potato? Yeah. I'd probably suggest uh, doing the, playing it before you. it's going to get dirty. It's probably somewhere between all of those things. If I didn't work at Taurus, I don't really... I definitely would not work at a different AV integration company. I'd, well, I'm, I'm talking uh, about like I'd, when you... When you finally age, right, as a human, you're not stuck at 28 forever. I'm not aging. Uh, and 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 you're done working. What do you want to do? I want to uh, sit in my hammock and and read things on my phone. Uh, but we will probably have some sort of rental property empire or something like that. I mean, got to do something with the money I'm not spending on a mortgage now. Yeah. Uh, so come up with something, some good way to do it, some investment. That sounds and, fantastic. Yeah. Some people do give us answers that are kind of outlandish, but. Really, a little bit of it's going to be just relaxing and looking at things on our phone. That's just the honest truth. Yeah, well, but... I mean, I do that now. Connect the travel trailer and drive across the country. But not in the same way. You're right. You have spurts of it. What she's talking about is there is no concern, really. The metrics on my phone don't make me feel... Besides making sure the mandolin strings don't get, you know... The metrics on my phone don't make me feel like they're spurts. (laughs) (laughs) Don't look at those, man. Is your phone usage going up? When you retire, you turn off those analytics. I think it's I think it's fairly flatlined. (laughs) Just all the time. It's yeah, yeah, maxed out. So we like to ask this question. It's it's sometimes it's pretty interesting. Can you give us a conspiracy theory that is somehow non-political? I do appreciate you giving me the notes because on the off the cuff I would not have an answer for you. But I hear there's birds that people think are drones. Oh, I've heard that. And they're too. sitting oh. on the power line to get charged. Hold on, let me let me. That's already my conspiracy <laughs> theory. So, but but could there given. be my little yes. brother? Uh, I have to share. I don't know that he watches our our show, but I'll share this one with him because. I'm not entirely certain if he's being serious or not, but he's reasonably convinced that birds are not real. So you you got it mostly right. Basically, the conspiracy theory is that birds as a species are not real. They are, are, are drones used to spy on populations. And yes, they, they land on, Wires. All birds, all birds, the Isn't entire so silly, the silliest thing I've ever heard. Where does the poo come from if they're not real? Well, to be fair, the poo looks kind of like spent dielectric grease. I was I, expecting it, <laughs> but but I don't know. This is not a conspiracy. I believe in a lot of conspiracy theories like that. 
The burger is a sandwich, but I don't believe in that one. I didn't say I believed it. I just that's just my favorite one. What's your what? What's your runner-up? Because you, clearly you did your research. What What are some of the others that you just came across? My favorite one. No, there's no others. Because I'm a I'm a I'll take a good hard look at those power lines when we leave today. <laughs> I'm a well um, well versed person as it relates to conspiracy theories. There's definitely a lot of them floating around in the age of the of the vid, but there's no sense. Well, I think just the age of being able to get information out in a few seconds to millions and millions of people. Mm-hmm. <coughs> you Via birds. Just say what you want. And there it goes. You Elon know, that, Musk is using birds to distribute Wi-Fi. That conspiracy was probably just a dinner conversation that someone took literal and told as a joke to someone else, and then that person told it as a pseudo joke to that person. And then that person was like, did you know that these birds are actually robots charging themselves? How else do they sit on the power line? I can see it now. It makes complete sense. No, other than, other than they're not real part. Like you, you could theoretically have a drone that could land on a power line to charge. Like that, that part is possible. Yeah. So I don't know. Wouldn't he need hundreds of years ago without the power lines, the birds, were real, but we were you alive them. hundreds of years ago? Did Fair you enough. see a bird? Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Look at Chevis's face. Caca. <laughs> what about okay? I, I, I'll <clears throat> I'll reverse it. Have you heard of the flat Earth theory? No. You haven't. Okay, then we'll just <laughs> we'll skip right past it. <laughs> yeah. Good. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to hear any more about it either. It's um, it's it's uh, similarly absurd. So, Chev, tell us, um, and for the listeners and viewers, what it is you like most about working here at Taurus. I like the uh, importance on family. Um, I mentioned that my son was in kindergarten. He was started kindergarten two weeks before I started here, and he's played a lot of sports, and my daughter has played a lot of sports, and he's graduated, and she's a senior. And I'm very proud to say that I have never missed an event that my children were involved in. Uh, I might have had my laptop working in a in a gymnasium for several hours at a time, but I've never missed anything that my kids have done. That is awesome. Uh, and that is largely in part, completely in part, to the company that I work for. That is so great. That's yeah. what I that's what I always want to. Mm-hmm. I, I always want not only for the employees, but for myself to be able to never never miss something. It's not like my parents missed anything really that that they had an option for, but you know, I don't want I don't want my kids to ever say. No, dad went around. So that's cool. That's Uh, really great. I love that. No, they won't say that. Uh, They know no one else might be in the stands, but their parents will be in the stands. That's good. Corey, you got any other questions for Chev? Uh, I'm sure there are some on that paper on the floor behind me, but I don't don't recall. What did we miss, Chev? We've done that one. We've done the animal. Oh, a favorite movie line quote. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) Is it, though? How well do you guys really know me? Yeah, you there's going to be some of our of colleagues TV, that have right? joined the show so. that don't really don't really watch movies. It's just really not their thing. They will, but yeah, I, I fall asleep really is my is my mo. But I do like all right, all right, all right <laughs> from Dazed and Confused, and then I really love. Uh, they don't call it work for nothing, but I'm pretty sure Robert is the one that always says that. So I also brought my Chevisisms for you. Oh, okay. Oh, nice, nice. This is a running list. Let's see, we've got uh, the mouth is not a multitasker, gentlemen. Should be doing one thing at a time. 
Think I like it. that one. Can't really talk and brush your teeth. It doesn't work very well. Uh, you don't get hurt sitting on the couch. Your kid gets hurt. They're all whiny. Yeah. Cry. Yeah. Well, you had to be doing something cool to be getting hurt. So, hey, good job. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, cool. Thanks. And you've, then they're not you've apparently never seen my son fall off the couch. My friend's son, after this, she uh, he sits on the couch and breaks his arm somehow. So oh my uh, you, gosh. you have to be careful. <laughs> I think I'm going to use that one because, uh, I mean, it's, it's obviously just straightforward and common sense. But I think a kid realizes that oh okay yeah i am i am crying because of that reason yeah. because i was doing something cool right i All mean right. good fall and then it, it evolves into you don't get hurt sitting on the couch until you're old there's a stopping point for that along those same lines though i thought as a parent i would probably never say i'm gonna give you something to cry about but uh, i can check that one off my list <laughs> Like, there should be a reason for those alligator tears rolling down your face. Uh, the rest of them are normal. Nothing to it but to do it. And you get what you give. If you can't be kind, be quiet. And if you can't be quiet, be kind. We're going to post those up on the screen. So that way every one of you can share those with your loved ones, mm -hmm. children, significant others. Mm -hmm. Words of wisdom from Miss Chevis King. I'm surprised you don't have it is what it is on there. I think she did. She didn't say it. Well, maybe it didn't make the list. I just say it too often. It is what it is. It is what it is. It's not really. It's not really an ism. It's just no different from waking up. Just a way of life. Probably words of wisdom are just enjoy what you do. Nobody gets out alive, so don't don't stress too much about it. That's the truth. That is perfect. Perfectly said. That's a good way to end this. Chef, um, we've loved that you've been a part of this family for this long. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Thank you. All right, everybody. Thank you all again for joining us. We're going to do a couple more segments of this with a few other of our colleagues. If you all have any other ideas on podcast subjects you'd like to hear or see, um, email us at info at I hope you all have a great day. Thank you for watching. Thank you.